Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about how steamy it is, but <laughs> yeah. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly. Because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest-growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. It's been quite a journey this month as we've covered topics relating to personal development. In the spirit of moving forward toward being a greater you and in support of those out there fighting for change and maybe struggling in achieving their New Year's resolution, I say to you, keep going, keep fighting, don't give up. Revisit your goals and strategies long enough to keep you on pace. You can also revisit our shows by visiting the website Coffee Talk with Soy or downloading the app under the show name in your app store. It's absolutely free. So download that app and never miss another show again. This week, folks, our show topic is Your Body and You, the Holistic Approach to Wellness. Do you know that the relationship we have to our body is critical to our journey as humans? Do we realize how much power we have and how we live? Wow, that is powerful. There's no perfect life, no perfect body. In fact, most of us experience some kind of challenge with our body, whether it's weight, chronic illnesses, or some deep-seated dissatisfaction with a function or organ or body part that we don't, well, that we feel don't meet our standard or don't function as we like it to. Now, that's real talk. There's power in how we treat our body and take care of our bodies. Our show today is designed to help us understand the relationship that exists between our bodies. Yes, your body is you. We are our bodies. You know, earlier this week I posted a video. (laughs) Uh, It's kind of funny because it had no relationship to this topic at that time. But earlier this week I posted a video regarding the results of my last oncology appointment. I am a cancer warrior. Yes, that is true. I use the term warrior because it means I'm fighting it. But I believe I'm winning. So the video explains the choices and the decisions I made regarding my care. And in the video, I gave the status and update of my condition. In that video, I stated that I am listening to my body which is why I made those decisions, and I was empowering everyone else to live on purpose. Well, in the cafe with me today is Julie Stiles, a certified health coach and theta healing practitioner. She's an advocate for helping people take back their power over their well-being. She's assisted so many others with autoimmune diseases and helped them in their path to a full life in spite of their chronic illnesses. you got to love this woman. You have to hear what she has to say. 
Let's welcome to the cafe, Julie Stiles. Good morning, Julie. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on your show, so I'm looking forward to talking with you. Well, I'm hoping that this is going to be an amazing and enlightening experience for those who are listening. Julie, tell me, how did you come to to be involved or engage in a, a profession such as this? <laughs> well, of course, it's through my own experience. So I was actually diagnosed when I was quite young. I was about a year and a half old with asthma. And so I my experience growing up was very much going through kind of the typical Western medicine experience with a chronic illness, which is you go into the doctor and, you know, you're told that this isn't curable and that you just have to kind of take drugs and manage it. And, and with asthma, they're sort of like, well, maybe you'll grow out of it someday, but whatever. And so the whole approach is very much about how do you manage this, you know, manage your body, manage this, this illness. And, and that didn't, I mean, I grew up in that, and so it it was sort of instilled in me, and yet at the same time, it's like I didn't quite buy it, and I was constantly looking for other alternatives. So I was playing around with diet and, you know, alternative healing and things like that. And then about uh, 13 years ago, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune illness. And so at that point, it really just kind of threw me into, like, what's going on? Like, I've already done so much around healing and so much around, you know, looking at what's going on with my body and shifting, trying to shift my relationship with my body, and yet now I have this autoimmune disorder. And so that really just took me to the next level of kind of diving into, okay, what's really going on? How do I really understand this? And um, what can I do about it? And through that whole journey, of course, then, you know, as you go through that kind of thing, then you just also want to be able to help other people shift their relationship and be able to take back their power over their health and well-being. So that's really how I ended up becoming, you know, a, a health coach and a, a healing practitioner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always our journey that 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 changes us, right? That that was a message, and the power really is in the journey. Once once you understand it and stop running from it and run toward it. You you tend to have a different outcome, I think, about, about your journey. So I, I would encourage everyone that's listening to begin to embrace your journey. It, it, it's your story. And once you begin to understand that and process it and experience it, 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 it can be such a powerful road. Uh, sometimes Absolutely. It's hard, to even, it's hard to even tell the story sometimes about it. Yeah, and I love that you you just said that, Soy, because it really it, there is really is something powerful about turning towards it instead of turning away from it. And I think often with any kind of discomfort, whether it's pain in our body or emotional distress, we our tendency, like what we learn, is to turn away and to run from it, and to or to stuff it or to you know distract ourselves from it or whatever. And it's really about being able to turn towards what's going on. And it and it's you know shifting your relationship to what that is that really helps um, shift your relationship to you, which healing to me is really about making whole. I mean that's the root of the word. That's what it means. And to me, that's not just about the body. It's about our whole being, mind, you know, body, mind, soul, and spirit. And so when you can really turn towards whatever's going on in your body, then you can go on that journey of of you know moving towards that kind of wholeness that that is true healing. Wow. What what is it, what are some of the first things that you share with your clients when when, when they come in and, and talk about a an immunity autoimmunity issue that they're dealing with? 
What are some of the things you, you begin to say to them in those initial conversations about their journey? Well, I think it's really about, you know, with anybody who has any kind of, you know, issue that they feel like they have with their body, whether it's autoimmune or um, cancer is in your experience or, you know, just somebody who wants to lose weight or, you know, it's really just looking at what is your relationship. I mean, as a coach, my whole thing is I ask questions. You know, it's it's really about helping somebody figure out what it is that they know already um, and what it is that they want to change and then helping them figure out what how how to move towards the change in the, the way that they would like. And often the key that I find for people is really about this idea of taking back their power because there's so many ways in this culture that we just give it away. You know, it's like, I mean, it's particularly around our body because you think about it, like my experience going to the doctor as a kid, it's like I, I took on kind of the, the way we think about it in this culture, which is like you take your, your body to the doctor the way we take a car to the mechanic, right? It's like, oh, something's wrong. I'm going to take it to the doctor and get it fixed. And it, it's a weird kind of mindset that we have about that. It's like, this is your body. It's, it's, it's not the doctor's. It's yours. And, um, and so often there's something about the journey for all of us, I think, in really learning how, really understanding all of the choices that we make during the day and the power of all of those choices. And when we can get that and, like, really grok it at a deep level, and start to act out of that where we're really consciously starting to make the choices that will lead to our own health and well-being. Um, it, 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 there's just a shift that happens for people where mm. all of a sudden it's like, I'm not a victim. This isn't happening to me. It's like it's something that I have a say in and I can do something about. And that tends to bleed over into all areas of our life because when we take back our power in any one area, we take it back everywhere or we have the potential to take it back everywhere. Yeah. You, you know, when I was first diagnosed with cancer, the word itself was powerful, not only in me, but even in my household. No no yeah. one could say the word. I, I had forbidden anyone to say the word because when I would hear the word, I would feel powerless. I, I, I would be depressed. Mm-hmm. I would cry because I felt like I was in a situation that I had no control over. And, and I thought that this big word had a big meaning and had impact on my life. And when I took my body to the doctor, as you said about the car, I was like, here it is, fix it, do what you can, save me. I don't want to leave my children. And so whatever they prescribed me to do, I I did, you know, and, and what a terrible life, quality of life that was for me, just dealing with that day in, day out, all of the mess and drama and disgusting things you, you could think about going through, I, I I went through that, and then halfway, yeah. I think I was in. I, I was at a treatment, um, a little more than halfway through, and I heard another patient say, "Well, it doesn't even matter what I do; it can still come back." And although I had heard that, it resonated with me then that, "Well, what the hell am I doing this for? You know, why, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I'm near dying." When there's always a threat of it returning, and I began to empower myself with what is disease, this disease that I have? Why do I have it? Where did it come from? You know, how are other people living with this disease or, or not? And, and the more I begin to educate myself, I, I begin to feel a little bit of empowerment. And I begin to have a different quality of life in, mm. in those decisions that I made along the way. And so I do understand, you know, when, when you say, we give up the power, and we see so many people who have 
you know, have, are dealing with issues, and, and, and they give up, and they let other people make decisions for them. And it's almost as if they, they just lay there and just wait to die. Yeah, and it's I love what you said about the power of that word. Because I think that's really key. It's like words do have power, but it's it's not so much the word as what we assign to it. And there's so much meaning that can be assigned, you know, to the word cancer or to the word, you know, the word illness or to the word disease. And it seems like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like part of what you did was just open yourself up to a different meaning of that word and a different meaning of what your experience could be living with that through, like you said, all the research that you did. And I think that's really a key part of what we can do to um, to shift our, you know, our relationship with whatever's going on is just be open to a different point of view, like to recognize what the point of view that we're, we're holding about it or that we've taken on from our culture, you know, like cancer is this evil, you know, horrible, awful thing um, that's going to kill us kind of, you know, this, all these, all, there's a whole series of beliefs that kind of come when you think of, you know, certain words and, and when you can open yourself up to like, well, is that really true? Like, is that true for me? Is that is that the life that I'm going to live? Like, just being open to a different possibility with that can be really powerful to being able to just shift out of it. And like you said, then be able to be like, well, what what choice do I want to make right now? Is that really the choice that 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 I have? And and what else is possible? And you know what 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 I thought was impossible for me was that I, I could not live with cancer. I, I'm too busy. I, I, I am the head of my household. I have I have to run a business. I have to do the show. I, I have things I have to do. I don't have time for this. And 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 I think that 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 was the fear that this thing would swallow me, Julie. You know, I thought like, oh, I have time for this. I love what I do. I like my life. I like my friends. I like being able to maneuver and get around. And and and, and the and the fear was paralyzing to me. That how do I live my life? And do these things. And I thought that being a patient, and, and trust me, it, it's a journey. Being a patient is a journey. And I thought, I don't have time to be a patient. And, and, and I almost kind of drew the line in the sand and thought, well, that's all I'm a patient. This is my life. There's no integration. And I don't want to do that thing over there. You know? And so it, mm-hmm. it was hard to me. It, it was hard for me to integrate that and, and to say that, you know what? If I have to go to the doctor once or twice a week, if I have to change my diet, if I have to work out a little more, if I have to meditate a little more, that's going to become my new life, and I'm going to be empowered by it, and I'm going to control it. So that doesn't matter what they say the diagnosis is, this is the life I'm going to live. This is the quality of life I'm going to have, whether this thing is with me or not. You know, and so, and, and, and yeah, but it was, it was, it was crazy. But it was like a split personality thing for me because I was determined I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to be that person over there who was crying and feeling mm-hmm. sorry. I don't want to be her, you know. And and, and and I had to battle with her and defeat her, and 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 not be vic- a victim for 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 the statistics that that they were yeah. providing, you know, to me. Yeah, absolutely, and you know. Kudos to you for for doing that and and kind of recognizing and making that demand of yourself of you know what how you want to live your life you know and the other thing I wanted to say too is it's like you know because I think a lot of times when we go down this path and I I know I've done this myself you know it's like I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and then there's like this kind of turning away that happens it's like well I'm not going to do the I'm not going to go to the doctors then and I'm not going to do what they say because I'm going to do this my own way and it's like that's 
that's not choice either, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's really about consciously choosing. And it's like, if maybe you're, you know, you're, my body needs to do what the doctor is telling me to do, you know? So it's, it's not about this sort of, you know, cause that's like a reaction then it's like, and, and yeah. being in reaction to something also isn't choice. And so like what I always want people to see is this or get to the point where it's like, they are always consciously choosing. So it's like they can consciously choose like you did to do the meditation or the exercise or change the diet, but they can also consciously choose to go through the medical treatment that the doctors are saying is necessary, or they can choose to do, to do acupuncture or they can choose, like they can choose whatever and they can craft their own healing plan and work with the doctor. Like the way I like to see doctors now or the doctors that I want to go to are the people who are going to be partners with me because they do have an expertise Mm. that I don't have. But I also have an expertise on me and my life and my body because I'm the one who's living in it. And so when I go Mm. in to see a doctor, it's like I want to be with somebody. And this is the first thing I check when I'm talking to a doctor or when I'm in their office is, is this person willing to partner with me in my healing journey? Or are they they coming from a point of view that I'm not going to be in alignment with? You know, so it's like, how can we work together as a team? And how can I build a team of people around me who can support me in this healing journey? Yeah, that, that team thing is, is, is definitely um, has been a, a big part of my life. You know, when I say I came through it, I, I, that I includes my family, you know, my mom, my, my brother, my daughters, my friends. They were all very supportive and helping me. You know, it would, I would be crying on days. They'd be like, okay, you have 10 minutes to cry. And then we're going to get on. It's time to, you know, it's time to move the activity. <laughs> Ten minutes to cry and wallow, complain, and then, then let, let's go. And so it, it, it would be days that I, I would I would cry, and then the crying was less and less. And 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 I grew through it. It's definitely not easy, but I def, it's definitely good to have people around you who can encourage you to keep going. And I like mm-hmm. actually like what you said too about partnering with with your physicians because I think that that that's that's important. And, and and it's necessary. And and people, I think we often feel that the doctors always know what's what's best for us, and and we hand it over to them, and, and we don't factor into as what integrate what they're saying, or or, or mm-hmm. what their diagnosis is, or what their prognosis is, to what's actually happening with our body. You know, to to be results driven. If this is what you said should be happening, this is either happening to me or it's not. And be able to write those things down and go back and ask questions about it or share what your experience has been. Well, I start the math and this is what's happening so that you, you can come to the results that you want together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you even started this, this show with, kind of coming full circle back to it's really about listening to your body and listening to you. And then bringing that to the table as well, because we do. It's like we sort of check our power at the door when we go in to see the doctor often. And and there's sort of this natural way, at least for me, I find that there's this, this way that just kind of happens. And I have to constantly remind myself. And for some people, I've even suggested it's like if you find that, take somebody with you because it may happen. And you may even have your list of questions or your list of points that you want to cover. And you go in there and you re- that leave and you realize you totally forgot that entire list. And sometimes we really need an advocate to go in with us to, um, you know, to see a professional until we kind of get used to living in this space where it's like, nope, I'm here and, and I'm a part of this equation. And, you know, I, I like what I, what I say and what I feel and what I think is important here and how I live and what's going on in my body. And so really being able to listen to our body 
you know, all the time so that we are aware of all of those things that are happening and can ask those questions is really important. I recommend, I strongly recommend having an, an advocate because I think that it's really helpful. Because when you're managing a chronic health issue, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's emotional, you know, for, for a lot of people, and, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. And just managing the health care itself outside of how you feel and how you're dealing with it is, is a job, you know. Right. So I definitely think that having an advocate, if it's possible for you to definitely assign someone who is who maybe can be articulate, who can, you know, manage the documents, who can take notes, you know, who's good with research to kind of help help you in your journey to understand what's happening to you and may take a lot of pressure off of anyone who's dealing with a diagnosis of high blood pressure or cancer or, you know, dealing with being a diabetic or any other chronic illness. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would encourage to consider getting an advocate. And a lot of hospitals are doing really good with patient care, and, and, and they'll help you as well, but definitely try not to do it alone. Uh, there is support out there. Absolutely. So, Julie, I want to, I want to, I want to go back to your. Uh, you, you laid out the scenario of taking your car to to the doctor, and I may have jumped in because <laughs> I, I I just love that. I just love that vision. So you could <laughs> kind of clarify where did, where, where did you get that from? How does how did that come about? I think it's so so relevant to what we're talking about. Where did that come from? <laughs> Thanks for asking. So so that that comes out of actually the difference between conventional medicine and functional medicine. I got that actually from a functional medicine doctor. It's one of the leading doctors. And functional medicine is kind of this alternative approach now to conventional medicine. And and the way that that analogy kind of plays out a little bit more is that if you think about conventional medicine and you think of a car, it's like say you're driving your car and the engine light comes on. If you take it to the mechanic, then, you know, and the mechanic says, oh, just keep driving, you know, when the smoke starts pouring out, we'll see what we can do. That's kind of conventional medicine's approach to the body. Like you take your body in and they only look at the symptoms that are going on um, and, you know, focus on kind of disease. It's really disease care, not health care. And they treat the body part of whatever's, you know, whatever's happening. But with functional medicine, the idea is, you know, the engine light comes on in the car, let's deal with it now so we don't ever get smoke pouring out of the engine. Um, you know, it's more looking at what are the underlying mechanisms and factors that are creating what's happening in the body. And it's a focus on health and on health care and on wellness and on healing um, instead of kind of that focus on disease. And so it's, that's kind of where the analogy came from was just this, this difference between these two really different approaches in functional and integral or integrative medicine now is, um, you know, kind of this growing field, uh, you know, of, of medicine and it's really the approach that I want to be in. If I'm going to go to a doctor, that's the approach I want them to have, is it's like, let's look at the, the, the underlying mechanisms and let's focus on health and healing, not on disease. Mm-hmm. Good message, good message. Right? So for those of you who are out there driving around in a car with the engine light on, you just heard it from Julie, to get it checked out. And not only the engine light that's, that's indicating and illuminating on your dashboard, but the but the light bulbs in your head, if you know something is going on with, with your body, definitely get it checked out. Don't wait. With the healing approach method in mind, how can a person 
dealing with uh, some kind of immune disorder begin to take back power and making little life changes. Well, it's exactly that. It's just, you know, really looking at, I mean, most of us, most people I talk to, if I ask the question, what are three things that you could do to improve your health and wellness? Like almost everybody can answer that question, right? It's like most of us kind of know what we could be doing. Um, and then the question is, are you actually doing it? Are you actually taking the just tiny little steps in that direction? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have four different areas that I usually talk about with taking back our power. It's like, um, you know, in it, there's all the things that you do in, on, and around or with your body. So that's kind of the body category. There's everything that you do kind of in your mind, your emotions and spirit, like your psyche, um, and then there's relationships and there's your overall life. And so in, in these areas, you can just kind of look at, well, what are the choices that small choices that I could make every day and in a really doable way? Because I think a lot of times when people, especially if you've gotten a diagnosis, it's like you feel like everything has to change at once. And that's not, t- doesn't tend to be a very sustainable approach. So it's like, how can you just make really small, really doable changes all along the road that lead you towards the level of health and well-being that you'd like to have. I mean, this is, it's, you've kind of asked a huge question, and we could probably spend an entire uh, radio show just talking about that, but that's kind of the short, quick answer of, of just, you know, it's like just looking at your life, and most of us know something that we could start to do that would, you know, improve our health and well-being. Well, if you want to hear more from Julie and, and how she helps people walk through these kinds of disorders and get back to healing, healthy healing and healthy lifestyle, you, Julie, why don't you tell them where they can get more information about you and also share the broadcast that, that you do. Thanks so much, Zoya. Yeah, I'd love to. So you can find me online at juliestyles.com, and my last name is S-T-I-L-E-S, so juliestyles.com. And then I do two podcasts. One is called Autoimmune Adventures, and that one is a little bit more focused towards autoimmune, uh, but it's really pretty general, so any autoimmune and just kind of health and well-being in general, and that you can find either on iTunes or Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are, and at AIadventures.com. And then the other podcast I do is called Being Well, um, which is much more general, of course, and you can find that on Web Talk Radio or on iTunes um, and Stitcher Radio as well. So how do you feel about radio, about talk radio? Do you enjoy it? I think talk radio is, I love it. I think talk radio is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love podcasting. I just, it's so much fun to do. It's so much fun to talk to people. And um, yeah, and just, you know, I I learned so much from it that I just really enjoy doing it. I do as well. I didn't think it would be this much fun. I didn't think the journey would be what it is. And I, I learned so much about life and people and things that, that are out there. And, and what's even more amazing, Jill, is that I learned so much about me through hearing someone else tell their story. Isn't that crazy? That's just amazing. <laughs> it is, but it's so true, isn't it? I mean, it's like I think that's sometimes why we're drawn to share our story and to hear other people's stories is because it really, it's like we see the similarities and the differences. You know, it's like we 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 see how similar we are, even though we're all different. And there's something that can be really powerful and really connecting in, you know, in telling and in hearing um, our stories and really healing. I mean, that to me really is a part of the healing journey is just telling your story and and kind of being witness to other people's stories. Well, this has been an amazing conversation, and I really appreciate you being 
in the cafe with me this morning. Is there anything you'd like to leave with, with our audience or share with them about autoimmunes and just, you know, being connected with their bodies? Yeah, I, the, you know, the thing I like to leave people with is just that I think that we have this tendency to think that it's selfish to take care of yourself. You know, that doing this kind of work of taking back your power and taking care of you is selfish. And and I have a different point of view on that. I think that the more that we can take care of ourselves, the more that we have to give to others. And so really it's like one of the, the most amazing and biggest things that you can do is listening to yourself and understanding what you need to live a healthy life and then taking action on it. And part of that, I think, is just like we can have so much caring for other people and what would it actually be like to extend the amount of caring you have for others to yourself? What would your life look like? How would you live your life differently if you had the same amount of care for you as you do for other people? Well, thank you so much, Julie, for being on the show and hanging out with me in a cafe today. You've heard from Julie Styles that she shared you, gave you her insight and nuggets on how to take back your life and be in control of you. Thank you so much, Soy. I've really enjoyed being here in, in our conversation today. It really took some different directions, and I really enjoyed it. So thank you. I've, I've enjoyed spending time in the cafe with you today. Before we go, let me remind you that the cafe bar menu have all kinds of goodies for the mind and the spirit. That's our online store that's going to be opening. So check out our wellness menu. There's going to be lots of goodies to help you live a happier, healthier life. Also, also, yes, yes, yes. Coffee Talk with Story has real estate <laughs> online, that is. So consider marketing your products with us. There is ad space available for you to share with others to market your products. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. I just love this show. Coffee Talk with Story, that is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's now available by iTunes or Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected by visiting the website, www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us on your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.